0: What's going on, Mosh Pit Crew? Welcome to be Geeking Out with the Metal Geek. I'm your host, the Metal Geek, and I just want to welcome you to the Geek Pit. Now, I'm going to introduce the guest. Let's give a geeking out welcome to our guest. He is the Ecuadorian Nightmare. Let's give a warm geeking out welcome to Adrian Santos. What's up? What's up? What's going on, dude? How's it going? Good,
1: good. Feeling good.
0: Uh-huh. in a in a you know in my car, so
1: we're doing this we're doing this live, we're doing this you know sporadically in my car, but it's
0: all good yeah uh I'm super ex- super excited for this interview this is I'm so fired up, man, oh yeah, yeah. same here, same here, dude so how did you get you start in the wrestling business Adrian? I started with the same
1: guy that we're all talking about now, joel maximo, his brothers, will and jose. The SAT. I started with them back in 2012 because I've always wanted to be a professional wrestler. It's been my dream since I was seven to eight years old, and then by the time I was like 16, seventeen, I really wanted to do it. I wanted to make it my full-time career. So there was a number of options that I wanted to pursue and, and look for. like I even thought about going to Florida. Um, uh, when it was you know Team 3D Academy, I was researching them, and then you know I realized I might as well just stay in New York and find something here because that's when I discovered little bits of the indies, figuring out you know schools and stuff. I was even questioning and thinking about uh, NYWC, but then luckily Joel um put on his first show under the Fighting Spirit Wrestling banner. That was his first promotion. He did it locally, like only a couple blocks away from my house. I went to the show, had fun. That was my first indie show, my first indie show ever to watch. And I watched his brothers, I watched other guys that I grew up with in the business, trained with, and then officially started training in February 2012 and had my first match in June
0: 2012. So, and I've been a professional wrestler ever since. Yeah. So, what would you say, like, the biggest advice joel gave you to be uh train when one training
1: always always work hard
0: always work hard
1: always work hard because i've seen people who who think that oh just because they have you know a perfect body that they could just go straight up to the top and that's not the case you need to or i've seen people who are pretty good at the mic but they can't wrestle to save their lives so so you need to have everything you need to try to work on absolutely everything and that's what i've been doing for the past almost almost 11 years now june's gonna be my 11th anniversary in professional wrestling so um when it came when it came to uh just trying to discover myself i feel like i really just discovered myself because now i'm doing stuff like this i'm doing stuff stuff like podcast i'm traveling more i will talk about it soon i just came back from puerto rico so now with this persona with adrian santos i feel very comfortable with with this because i've had other personas and other um, characters in the past that were good but i feel like there was missing something but now with adrian santos the ecuadorian nightmare i feel like this is uh my true self and my work has just gone better and everyone keeps saying that so i just want to just Spread it out more—not just the United States, not just Puerto Rico, not just Ecuador itself, but just all over the world.
0: Yeah. So I just wanted to talk about that. Where did the origins of the Ecuadorian nightmare a moniker come from?
1: I just wanted to be different, uh, because after my my old persona, which I played a a, a Japanese monster, and which I did uh, achieve a lot of success and a lot of uh, fandom from it, uh, I'm not. I'm not disappointed in that run. That run was really fun. I got to wrestle a lot of people that um, I I would never have to have uh, gone to wrestle thanks to Joel, my trainer. Uh, guys like Callahan, guys like um, Evil, well before he was Evil, um, from New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, Chuck wow. Taylor, Drew Gulak, uh, Green Reefer, Jigsaw, those guys, Monster Mac. Um, when it when it came to Adrian Santos, I was like really trying to def- see like. Because after after the whole magma situation, uh, I felt like I, I was forcing it, and I learned a long time ago when you force something, or in any any aspect, not not just professional wrestling, but if you force, like, it's like it's like going to a job that you hate, and after a while, I was really like not enjoying being magma for uh for a while. It was just going out there and wrestling, and that's it. I didn't feel the passion. So when that ended, I really wanted to discover myself, and Ecuador Nightmare is just how it is. I'm Ecuadorian. I feel like I'm I'm special. I feel like with being an Ecuadorian, it's being unique, it's being one of a kind. It's being like no one else out there because who really has ever heard of a prof- of an Ecuadorian professional wrestler making it or being a top star while, you know, having Ecuadorian blood running through his system. So I want to be like the spokesperson of my nation and just showing that I'm I'm not just going to be the best professional wrestler in South America I'm going to I'm going to just be the best in general and yeah
0: that's what it is yeah so that, that that's that's awesome man so who has been some of your inspirations to become a professional wrestler
1: well when you, when I first started out you know being just a, a fan a little kid I've always liked uh of course John Cena growing up and then once I was smartening myself up um, I really enjoyed people like Edge. Edge is by far my favorite wrestler out there because he 's someone who's not the typical body person it's more of it's more of a personality it's more of a you know edge to him that that really um, gravitated a lot of fans and that 's the reason why he 's a Hall of famer now he 's someone unique he 's someone special he 's not someone who you would think back in the '90s would be a top world champion now. So that that's someone that I really inspired to. And then when I got into the independent scene and learned more of it, learned more about companies like Ring of Honor, CZW, started dipping my toes into New Japan and Mexico, like AAA and stuff like that. That's when I was really big fans of guys like Kevin Steen, uh, guys like Eddie Kingston, and now being fans of people like Jeff Cobb, Will Ospreay, and, uh, just, it's just a wide, right. But Kevin Steen, Eddie Kingston, Edge, th- those are, those are the top people that I really, really, um, like
0: watching and inspired me to, 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 pro- to be a professional wrestler. So are, the, are those your dream opponents? If not some, who, who are they? If, dream. Definitely. Yes.
1: If Edge and Kevin Steen can still go, I hope I can be in the ring with them soon, or at least talk to them and pick their brains because they've, they've gone to the, as I say, the promised land. So they know what they're doing. And Eddie Kingston, I feel like that's someone who I hope that, I hope that can step in the ring with, or again, at least, um, you know, pick his brain and, and just learn from, from someone like that, who, who again, it doesn't have the, the so-called image of a professional wrestler, but he's someone who can definitely tell a story because he's someone who is absolutely real and absolutely, someone who can just inspire people or just make people cry, pick people mad. It's just I want that. Cause that's definitely something I learned um not too long ago where it's not just about the moves. It's about telling a story. It's about gravitating or making the people, you know, emotional. And there those people are gonna be the ones that come back every single show. So that's someone I really wanna me inspire to I'll hopefully get to wrestle. I hope they get to wrestle all three of them, but we'll see because you know time's not really on edges and kevin steen's side so we'll see how it is but for now i definitely do want to wrestle jeff cobb that's someone who definitely uh, a lot of people say that you should definitely have a match with and definitely jacob fatu yeah a big Don't. boy a big athletic guy i've seen a couple of times backstage we've talked he's a really cool guy but when we get in the ring that's something different that's, that's something neat. else.
0: That's a different beast, right there, that, man. Right? We can beat the
1: crap we can beat the crap out of each other, and then when we get to the back, if we don't hate each other, then we can just you know grab a beer and just have fun.
0: Exactly, man. That that's what it's all about, really, man. Just having a beer and, and making the fans happy as well, you know. Definitely, and putting on a, putting sure. on a great match, you know what I mean? Yeah. So for sure. So, so, what are some of your your uh, big accomplishments in wrestling? You'd say?
1: Definitely uh, winning my first championship at uh 19 years old i didn't think that um winning a championship would be so special to me but well, of course when when you get into the business you want to be a champion because that means the company uh you know trust you they see value in you so that's just like the biggest um validation that any company can give you and that's definitely a goal that i have now in the future hopefully with win because I, I see that that pretty pretty um world championship that they have that's going to be on the line may 18th and unfortunately i'm not in the match but i know in the future whoever holds that championship i'm i'm coming for you (laughs) and so besides um besides that besides winning my first championship um getting to wrestle in 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 my home country of ecuador uh, numerous times uh i got to wrestle for three different companies uh, uh this place called war this place called Roe, and this place called cell uh, i definitely got to wrestle um some cool guys over there and it was a great experience especially um wrestling in front of a ecuadorian crowd wrestling because because ecuador now it's not just it's not a a big um a big wrestling scene it's like it's there but it could definitely be more i wish it was more I wish it was as big as places like Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic and Mexico because I know other other places in South America are they're, they're growing their fan base like places like Chile and places like Peru which you wouldn't think there's professional wrestling there but there is and it's rising because I've seen companies there I know people from Peru and Chile who I've wrestled with and they're saying they're having a lot of fun there they're having a lot of success over there so I hope that, that in Ecuador that also happens, or maybe I will be the one in the future um, to bring um, big professional wrestling to Ecuador. So hopefully that's something I, I would I would definitely
0: you know be able to do. There's so many different wrestling promotions that even before I started this podcast, didn't even know about even these countries. They do their own promotions. There's there's wrestling in Italy. There's wrestling in South Africa. I'm like, holy shit, dude! This is wrestling in South Africa. I know. And- I mean,
1: wrestling. That's how it is. It's it's wrestling is worldwide. It's so it's places where you wouldn't even think about about um, having uh, having promotion, having success. That's a more important part. Having success in their country. So places like Italy. I've heard places in France because uh, we because when we think professional wrestling, we just think North America. We think Canada. We think England, Japan. Uh, Japan, and and that's basically it. We just think about those on um, a few places, but then we have to realize that wrestling now, since wrestling is becoming such a... I believe it's not as big as like, the Attitude Era, but it's, it's growing more and more day by day where it's, like, it's almost becoming basically a big boom in professional wrestling, again, especially the independent scene where everyone sees that it's not just WWE anymore, that like we can be a success on our own so that just drives um people to take that chance to start their promotions to or at least help each other grow their um, respective promotions in countries we, we don't even know but at least that's something that's an inspiring professional wrestler in a country that you would not think that oh um there's no wrestling there they slowly start growing and it's slowly becoming a big thing for them and then once they once they do um, make it, or if they don't make it, at least their home turf, they they've done what they wanted
0: to do. Exactly. So speaking of that, what is the biggest lesson you work, learned from working in Puerto Rico? You'd say
1: definitely, um, uh, definitely uh, learning different uh, crowds because where we're from the Northeast, so we have a different we have a, a style to our own that, and we just kind of. Learn, uh, we kind of have our own philosophy of things so but when i when i got to puerto rico everyone is such a true fan in puerto rico like that crowd was so loud it was so chaotic like the crowd was was a good good decent crowd but you would what well, you would think when you're out there and you have them in the palm of your hands you would think there's like a thousand people out there because it was so loud because when i got there um myself savage and Conway, we had our own matches and when we were out there the crowd didn't know us but then by the time we were done the crowd was just excited they were loud you hear you hear um you hear bells you hear screams you hear like blowhorns it's just chaos chaos over there so i definitely learned how to Bring uh the, the um you know get get the attention out of the out of that Puerto Rican crowd, which you know has a history of either they really hate you or they really love you. And I think myself and and Conway and Savage, we we accomplished that. Where like they definitely do want to see us again in the near future.
0: Uh, man, I can't wait, man. Ho- hopefully, there's a wrestling is now show from Puerto Rico. Man, we could. That actually... is something.
1: That is something I definitely want to do. Hopefully, a couple of the, of their guys can come to win and we can share the house down and, ho- and hopefully uh, a couple of us, you know, we, we did, we had our three and hopefully more people can go to Puerto Rico and just do a really big show. Cause I know there is a, there is a, a big audience for CWA and they're just growing. They're doing like this whole big revamp. So, so it's basically starting from square. one. just like when, like when our first show in when it was such a big sellout, it was such a big, um, a big moment for us because we see that, that the the crowd was into it. There were a lot of people showed up and same with same with, um, with CWA. This is their second show after their revamp and a lot of people um, showed up and a lot of people were into it. They were loud. They were having fun and hopefully that company grows and hopefully that we can be the ones that help them grow so we can just all enjoy a professional
0: wrestling. Oh, I mean, the end of the world is near
1: Oh, Ian Albin. yeah, that is- no man. I have I have history with Ian, and Ian's Ian's a big, big tough dude. Same with Sal, but you know, we we'll, we never know with win, especially with myself and Serrano. You know, the homies. We'll see if myself, Serrano, and the end uh, cross paths in a in a win ring.
0: Yeah, so. So, how, uh, speaking of that, how is the, the style a po- from in Puerto Rico opposed to the style in America? Is it like uh,
1: it's very the uh, there? There, there's some there's some hard hitting, especially the the the, uh, the posts I put up on Instagram. Uh, I faced two two tough guys, two tough vets, um, in Puerto Rico with Super Georgie, and um, excuse me, I can't remember the, the guy's um the other guy's name, but they were both really tough uh they the the style is of course they like to mix lucha and but it's more about more about um getting the crowd on their sides they love going to the outside i remember uh the first time with with super georgie we went to the outside and the crowd are into it. they just love love to have um but love to be with with the wrestlers like they want to be a part of the show so bad that that They'll go almost even like touch the wrestlers or try to get involved because they love the chaos, they love the drama, they love the excitement when they see professional wrestling. And, and yeah, that was just really fun, fun to
0: see. That man. So, so would you would you say it's like a strong style, or is it, it's, it, was, so it was, it's more? Yeah,
1: it's 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 a it's uh, they almost like want to be a hybrid now. It's it's definitely hard hitting. It's so like strong, like almost like Puerto Rican strong style, Puerto Rican strong style mixed with lucha. Um. Yeah, I would say it was those those two things from from yeah. uh, from before my match and after my match. I was watching the other performers at CWA and seeing how they they wrestle. And it's, yeah, it's basically those two styles
0: mixed. So how does it feel representing win and going to Puerto Rico? Oh, Ohio? it feel,
1: it feels like a true honor. Like like the management could have chosen a- anyone. You know they and I believe they made. uh great choices you know it was supposed to be four of us but unfortunately hamlet hearst couldn't uh, couldn't make it do so do some other you know other things he had to do but myself conway and savage uh we we all we all went to puerto rico knowing that we had to kill it just to show not just puerto rico but to show all the tri-state areas so basically the whole world that wrestling is now is is going is the best company out there. Wrestling is now is going to be, you know, the next big thing. It could be the next Ring of Honor. It could be the next, you know, big company since since we went out there and represented now we're international. So, it's not just it's not just, you know, you know, it's not just the states. It could be anywhere. Who knows if we can go to Mexico? Who knows if we go to Canada? Who knows if we go to Europe or, you know, we go we hop on a plane for 18 hours to go all the way to Japan. We, I definitely do want wrestling is now to be a worldwide thing.
0: De- definitely, man. And you actually had a story before we went live on the air about Joey Conway. If you want to talk about that a little bit, oh,
1: okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, just opening the curtains a little bit, as they say. But I'm, I'm
1: sure Joey. Uh, we' will we'll be fine with the story and hopefully you have him on 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 your show just, soon and he can tell you his I just had before. I just had him before oh yes yeah, yep, you, 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 went, about you did you did you did yeah
0: right, right before he went to Puerto Rico I had him
1: and well, uh, we'll hopefully you we'll hopefully have him again so he'll tell you the story himself where uh, well when, when, when we got there on Saturday um, Saturday uh, around like one o'clock, you know the promoter and and his his right hand man uh both really awesome guys shout out to to links and sonic they're both both really cool dudes they really took care of us out there and so the first day we got there um, before the show uh we went to go eat because you know we were all hungry we had a uh a three a, a little bit more than three hour flight and Conway, you know, myself and Savage were both Hispanics, and Conway, of course, is not Hispanic, so he's, he doesn't know Spanish, and he's ex- just experiencing, you know, this this culture as a might, but at least you know it's way more way different uh, for Conway. And when we went on a live showing the food that we ate. Jose Jose Maximo um, popped up um, on the live, and and said that you know we ha- uh, we have to try quesitos. So it's like a it's like a pastry with cheese inside like if we're in Puerto Rico we have to try that. So it's like okay and then the and then uh Sonic uh the uh, the, uh, the promoters right hand man um uh, bought us bought us one uh we all tried it it was absolutely delicious. It was absolutely incredible and and then the funny part when Conway he was like he was trying to pronounce the word quesito,
0: I can't like the it and he
1: couldn't do it. There was like three or four or five tries, and we were all just kept laughing that he couldn't pronounce it. He was laughing too because you know it's just it's just funny for him. I think he said at one point like it was because he said casino instead of quesito. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like so I was like it was all funny that that's like our inside joke now, um, and it was just really really fun fun experience. It was just funny. And yeah, oh, that's the story. That's the story of the of the quesito. Or I actually like to say casino. He likes to say casino.
0: I, I I when Joe I have Joey back on the podcast, man. I gotta ask him just about this the story, man. This story yeah. sounds absolutely ask
1: him, funny. ask him about ask him about I'm not gonna spoil the, the other part, but ask him about Quesitos, the story we just met, and ask him about Mofongo.
0: Mofongo. Oh, yes, yeah, he'll,
1: mofongo. he'll he'll know what I'm talking about. If he's listening on he'll know what I'm talking about so'll we'll so, so it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be a good story to tell
0: um oh, man that's that so um recently let's let's talk a little bit about when because recently Definitely. I think I, I believe it was today the slime balls made some comments about I saw that the, I the saw. so if you what is your response to these comments that slime balls made to you guys towards the the, the
1: I mean, the Slime, the slime Balls are, are just a couple of kids that that wrongfully are stepping into a ring with men. Exactly. The, that's a triple threat match. Slime ball, uh, sli- I said it in my promo too. Like Slime Balls are just a bunch of kids. They don't know what they get themselves into. They think they're tough, but once they get in the ring with me, they'll know what tough is. Ch- just ask the audacity. The audacity have been in the ring with myself and Serrano. So they know personally what we can do and the slime balls are just gonna just, just gonna know what, what the audacity knows they're gonna feel hurt they're gonna feel pain they're gonna feel what true ecuadorian professional wrestlers are all about
0: definitely man i i can't wait for may 18th man and uh a quick question now robert franklin who's on my podcast last night said uh Now, what is your relationship with Robert Franklin now, man?
1: Robert Franklin is someone that honestly came out of the blue. I was 100% focused on trying to get myself into the fatal elimination match for May 18th. Because I know that that heavyweight championship is going to be mine. Unfortunately, I'm not in the match. El Jefe, my Jefe, he knows what's best. He made it up to me. Um, but that's, you know, a different story that for another time, but with Robert Franklin, he calls, he, he, I don't know. I wouldn't say he called me out, but he's someone that, you know, shot a video and said that he wants to be partners with me. He wants to see, so he's going to, he's going to have, he's going to have, you know, a first, first front row seat right there in, in our corner for our triple threat match. he's, he's basically going to see what he's going to pay for. He's a businessman. I believe I'm a businessman. When he when he pulled out that water cash, I know that's good for me. I know that's good for Serrano. I know that's good for the homies. So he, he's just going to experience um, what the homies are all about, what Adrian Santos is all about. And then if things go right, then okay, I'll, 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 see, um, I'll see what he's all about and see if he can truly be beneficial to me cuz i don't i don't let anyone just be in in the the homie circle so i'm gonna see yeah. what what he's all about may 18th he better not do anything stupid i'm just i'm robert i'm giving you a warning right now be smart enjoy yourself may uh may 18th enjoy myself and serrano dominate the audacity and slime balls and then you know what you're paying for
0: Exactly, man, because Ro- Robert is actually the wild card in this match because you don't know what he's going to do. I mean, if he's going to be with you guys or if he's going to be against you guys, you have no idea what this guy's going to do. Well, he, he,
1: I, spoke he, very, he spoke very lightly of, of me because he knows he's, he's probably, you know, he's not, he's not dumb. He's not blind. He's seen what I can do as a single star. And now with myself and Serrano, I created the homies with help of El Jefe, of course. And he wants a piece of it, and I don't, I don't blame him. He wants to be a, a success in win, and he knows if he wants to be a success in win, he needs to follow Adrian Santos. That's why the homie follows Adrian Santos. That's why Serrano follows Adrian Santos. I know what to do to be a success here at
0: win. Yeah, so Serena's telling you the chat. He's like, you tell him, Adrian. You got to watch out for him. <laughs> I always keep one eye open. I don't trust a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't
1: trust a lot of people. So I'll keep my eye out on him, and my other eye is on
0: the audacities and slime balls. Yeah, because those slime balls, man, I, I, I don't know if you've wrestled them, man, before, but they're, they're kind of seen
1: I've, seen, I've seen their work. I definitely, um, I definitely was looking at their match uh, with the end back at the, the big fight. So I know, I know at least a little bit of what they're capable of, but they don't know what, what the homies are capable of.
0: They're very. So,
1: uh, they they better they better you know try their best. They better work out as much as they can. They better train as hard as they can because once you get in the ring with me, it's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So what what are some of your goals at, at win right now? Your goals. Be completely dominant.
1: Have that heavyweight championship. That's the only thing I'm thinking about. Right now, I'm helping. I'm helping Serrano. I'm helping the homie. I'm making sure they're a success, but they know what the big, big goal is. I help them; they help me become heavyweight champion, and I will take the heavyweight champion and I will take win to high places. I just came back from Puerto Rico. What? How amazing would it be if I became the win heavyweight champion and take it to places that I want to be at, the places that I know I want to be success? Because it's not just in Stereo Garden, Long Island. It's not just going to be at the Mecca in 4. I want to take it to all over the United States, and I want to take it all over the world to make it a real world heavyweight championship. I know yeah, I'm yeah. the man to do it. So, exactly. so the ten other men that were in this match, you know, they better they have to think El Hefe that I w- I'm not in that match because I know I would have eliminated all all nine other men. See, right there, there, right.
0: You there. Go. right. Every, and it's like so many good, and if they were to add you in that match, man, I think it pro- might have been a different result. But there's 10 guys in this match that could possibly walk away with the championship right there. And and Stereo Garden, this is going to be an amazing match. And Fatal Elimination match is going to be absolutely epic. Probably match of the year. Geek is giving it right now as match of the year, is pre match of the year. There you go. You know? yeah,
1: trust me. If, if I was in that match, it would have been match. Match of the decade or something <laughs> but Definitely. but i have a lot, a lot i have a lot of history with 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 men in this in this match a lot of them seen what i can do and a lot of them felt what i can do so all i'm saying is good luck to whoever wins that championship but just know i am gunning for you i can handle a bunch of things i can handle the success of the homies but i can also handle the, the success of adrian santos
0: do you, do so you just watch
1: out for whoever's heavyweight champion.
0: Sorry, do you have a pick for that match that you would like to to fight for the title?
1: I'll fight. I'll fight everyone in that match. I doesn't it doesn't matter to me. I but honestly, I uh, I would definitely just just because I wanted to run it again. I de- Well, I didn't get the chance to to wrest to wrestle um him in Puerto Rico, but definitely uh, PJ Savage. Savage, or, or Joby Conway. If if one, if one of the two become heavyweight champion, they know. They've seen it firsthand, what mm-hmm. I've done and what I can do in Puerto Rico. So so they know that if they, they get into the ring with me, it's going to be a, a tough fight. And probably the result
0: is walking out heavyweight champion will be Adrian Santos, the Ecuadorian nightmare. I mean, I saw some of those photos that uh, those photos were actually brutal, man, from the Instagram story. Oh yeah, trust me. They, I can take it. I can take anything. Yeah. My,
1: my skin, my skin, my skin won't will, will say that. Oh, I can't take anything. But trust me, my heart and my spirit will take on anything. I've, I've been, I've done this for so long, where not a lot of things fade me,
0: so I can handle anything. Yeah. So, where, where do you see winning five to ten years? You'd say it's going to be just a one,
1: one of. Or the biggest, biggest um, companies um, out there. We're talking about probably, like I said before, the next Ring of Honor, where we can hopefully contract our guys. We can run this like one of the one of the big major companies like AEW or WWE, where our guys would be so happy and satisfied that they wouldn't even want to go to other places. That we'll be able to take care of them, and we'll be able to. Be in big places like i don't want to just be just in the tri-state area i want to take us all over the united states and hopefully do international tours and work with other because that, that's what it is it's about working together to to survive and to strive in this crazy world of professional wrestling so we could just work with other big companies that sh- that, that see that we have great talent and yeah just to make this really really big where where we don't need anyone else it could just be us and we'll make a lot of money we'll make a lot of success and just just be that just be one of the best companies out there
0: damn man i i i have full faith in ring of honor man and it wins right now because Win's gonna take it like to to that next level i fully believe you know
1: Exactly. Like, look at the Mecca. Look at the big fight. That crowd was huge. We mm-hmm. broke the we broke the attendance record for the Mecca, Definitely. and and I have no doubt that we're gonna do the same thing at Stereo Garden. That Definitely. place is gonna be loud. That place is gonna be packed, and they're gonna see the best professional wrestling out there. And that card that, is stacked, by the way. It is. It is. Besides the heavyweight title match, besides my triple threat match, there are other matches on this on this card that are definitely you know either they're gonna fight each other to be matched the night or at least everyone's gonna be happy with with what they're seeing no one no one leaving stereo garden is going to be dissatisfied because they've mm-hmm. they will see and they will say that wrestling is now is legit wrestling is now is gonna be the next big thing
0: yeah we, we can't we can't say enough things about the the six-man tag now between the new backseat boys and, and Johnny Cashmere against the SATs. That match is another match that now may be oh, another yeah, sleep, sleeper right there, man. That's the that match have, is like have, years in the making.
1: I have no doubt that that match is going to be amazing. That match has history, that match has lineage. It's about the past, it's going on to the future with the new backseats. And that's a match I'm definitely gonna gonna be happy to see. Yeah, definitely, Johnny Cashmere, the new
0: backseats, the SATs. That match is gonna be insane. That match. That and Al Price versus Encore Moore is another one.
1: Which... Oh yeah, those 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 two are are some young guys that you know. I hopefully in the future I will have the pleasure to working with both of them uh i definitely talked to both uh both backstage and other other companies um but now it's going to be when it's going to be showing these two guys and and when it's gonna gonna be you know have the pleasure of showing stereo regarded what these two guys can do i've yeah. seen what these two guys can do they're both very talented and everyone is just going to be amazed at what these two can do
0: yeah can't wait uh, may 18th if you haven't bought your tickets the link is actually in description, so please. Buy
1: yes, your tickets everyone, the- please go out and buy your tickets. Trust me, you don't want to miss this. You don't want to miss any win event, and you definitely don't want to miss this show because we are crowning a new heavyweight champion. You're gonna watch Adrian Sandos destroy two other tag teams, and continue his legacy. And there you go, the heavyweight wow. championship is gonna look amazing on someone's shoulders, but it's gonna look better on my
0: shoulders. I mean, hopefully, in the future. Be- uh, to be honest, that is that belt is a a beautiful looking belt. I think that's probably one of the best, best belts I've ever seen. It's
1: really nice. I really, really love love the championship. The first time I saw it, I was like, "This looks amazing," and I definitely want it. And I know I have no doubt that I'm gonna have it. I don't know when the right moment needs to come in, the right opportunity needs to come in, but when that right opportunity hits, I'm no I know I'm not gonna miss. And you're going to see Adrian Santos become heavyweight champion, heavyweight champion here at Wynn.
0: De- definitely. And uh, do you have any social medias that you want people to follow you?
1: Yes. You can follow me at Adrian Santos Nightmare on Instagram. Same thing on Twitter. And you can just uh, look for me, Adrian Santos, on
0: Facebook. And do you have any upcoming shows? or uh, We know Wynn, obviously.
1: Right now, I'm focusing on win, but you'll never know who Adri- where Adrian Santos will pop up. I like to just be everywhere and anywhere, anytime I can. But right now, for me, I'm focusing on Wrestling is Now. I'm focusing on the homies. I'm focusing on becoming a success here at Win, and yeah, that, that's what that's what
0: my mindset is at right now. All right, so so Adrian, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. <laughs> this has been an awesome interview. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me, too. It was really fun talking to you. I'm the Metal Geek. This is Adrian Santos. Peace. We'll see see you guys in the next one.